Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Letterman Row. It is bold prediction time. Everyone's favorite part of the week. We are getting set for Ohio State at Nebraska the early kickoff out there in Lincoln, 11 a.m. local time. I know uh, we can't wait for that. Just the early wake-up call, get in there. Lots of people holding balloons, might be holding them for a very long time. We've seen that before. Uh, it's usually a good trip, though. Nebraska fans are good sports. That's Spencer Holbrook, Zach Carpenter, Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward, the king of bold predictions. Yeah, really good at it. So good. I don't know if I did that great last week, if yeah. I'm going to be honest. Well, you did predict Ohio State would not return the punt for a touchdown, so good job. You nailed that's that one. Good. Got that one. That's, wow. a, that's a big win for the program. Clap it up. Clap thank it you. Up for yes, you. thank you. No no spoilers on if I'll predict that again this week or not. But um, give Penn State a lot of credit, though, for last week for making us look a little foolish. They played uh, really hard for James Franklin. Uh, they still went home with a loss, and Ohio State stayed unbeaten heading into November. Uh, so that one's done and dusted, and let's get into Ohio State, Nebraska, Burr. Yeah, the key here, folks, is to understand that bold predictions are meant to be bold. Oh. Okay? So I know sometimes we see the commenters, and they're like, oh, my God, these dudes were way off. Of course we're way <laughs> off. <laughs> of course. Like, we're, these are intentionally bold predictions because, a, Yeah, but they should come true once in a while. We're trying to have a little bit of fun no, here. No, 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 yeah, we're fine. We're trying to you don't a, want them to? I mean, I want them to every week because that's why I make them. But we're having a little bit of fun. And I'm going to start this week by having a little bit of fun and saying 400 yards passing for C.J. Stroud against a Nebraska defense that is actually fairly good. I mean, so far down. 400 yards. 400 yards passing. Out on a limb. C.J. Stroud. Well, listen, Nebraska's middle of the road (laughs) defensively in the Big Ten. I think they're eighth against the pass. Uh, They do a nice job. They got good linebackers, which is you know sort of the 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 thing that Ohio State really struggles with the most when it comes to opposing defenses. Uh, Their secondary is not great, but. I think that C.J. Stroud, after a subpar game against Penn State where he was one of six in the red zone touchdown-wise, and I think that you're going to see him come out 400 yards passing and five touchdown passes. He was Stroud. one of six in the red zone? Yes. It's all, he knows that. It falls on the quarterback. It always falls on the quarterback. <laughs> I thought you were of the mindset that they were challenging the running game. They were, but it's still he should have – He. it's on the quarterback. Everyone knows that. All right. This is bold predictions. Okay, fine, Str- fine Stroud hater. 400, five touchdowns for C.J. Stroud. Let's get is he going to get benched next? Huh? Why would he do that? I want to start this actually by saying that Austin is not a bully. Uh, everyone, <laughs> listen. We travel together many times throughout the year. Yeah, you we guys get do. Along. <laughs> I hope you guys have fun on a Nebraska trip. We get along well. very well. All three of us and Zach. Yeah, okay? no, there's me no from, bullying. From virtual, the three of us get afar. along great. And then there's Zach. So, <laughs> and then there's Maude. There we go. Speaking of not getting along, Ohio State in the red zone did not oh, wow. get along last that week. That is a terrible, that's that's awful. Go on. One of six in the red zone. Do you know what the best way to score points without having to worry about Touchdowns. the red zone is? Don't get into the red zone. Don't get into the red zone. Just score before you get there. <laughs> Ohio State wrong. will have four touchdowns of more than 50 yards. Those are some explosive plays. That's I'm going to drill down. This offense is very explosive. Thanks. Good defense. How many are... runs do they have to be that explosive? <laughs> oh, no. That's Buddy. a Nebraska Tropical. joke that only a few people will get. 
good defenses are able to get <laughs> Ohio State in down in the red zone and make them take snaps there. Mm. Average to bad defenses are not able to do that. We've seen that already this year. Ohio State's going to have a few explosive plays. When you talk about Garrett Wilson missing out on on a long touchdown pass, you know, didn't get one, hasn't gotten one in a couple weeks. You talk about Chris Olave, I think his longest the last few weeks has been the 34 or 38-yarder. I think you're going to mm-hmm. see Ohio State really try to stretch the field in this game because, like Berm said, the the secondary is a little iffy. Uh, so 50-yard touchdown, touchdowns, whether it's a run or a pass, I don't know, four of them at least for the Buckeyes. Cool. I like it. I don't know. I kind of want to go last. I know you you, you go last, but I'll, I mean, I know I'll go, but I feel like I'm coming off a bad week, yeah. Play, playing a little hurt right now. I, uh, are you injured? Good, or are I had hurt? a good. I'm I'm full on injured right now. I had you know had a good week. Gets the, uh, for the Indiana Bowl predictions. Uh-huh. So I came out a little confident, guns blazing, and I went oh, completely over three, but such a bad over three that it was like an over ten effort. So don't let the complacency hey, creep in. Zach. I'll uh, I'll just I'll keep it simple this week. I think they score sixty plus points against Nebraska, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and sort of the the only my only pushback is the fact that. Uh, Ryan Day has called off the dogs a little bit against Rutgers and Maryland. He apologized to Scott Frost last year for some reason. Well, because they that last minute touchdown. Nebraska saved football. Yeah. I think there was a little bit of like we're we're brothers in arms last year. This is about breaking arms this year. He'd, if if they come out and win sixty three to seven, sixty three to ten, something like that. Yeah. Scott Frost might be done after this weekend. Well, he's probably done so, anyway. I know this could be the final nail in the coffin. So. There is that little caveat. Maybe Ryan Day calls off the dogs, but I, I'd say 60-plus points, and they might push for 70 this time. I, yeah, I think that that, that uh, coaching fraternity brotherhood between those two was a one-year uh, you know, arrangement of convenience, and that's over with. And Ohio State will want to bury Nebraska, but that's, uh, that's skipping ahead to the final prediction. I think that okay, Ohio State, it's remarkable what they're doing on defense, and I know that, you know, You've dropped some numbers. Spencer's dropped some numbers that suggest, you know, statistically maybe not great. Maybe some things are good. Some things are bad. Pass rush is getting better. The turnovers are all that really matters, uh, really, when you're trying to balance out what Ohio State does offensively. And, you know, they're second in the league in interceptions. They've scored six touchdowns on defense. And all of that has happened without getting to play against Adrian Martinez, who is like Santa Claus for defensive touchdowns or Oprah, and he's just going to hand them out left and right. And I think Ohio State's going to score three defensive touchdowns in this game. Um, Santa Claus or Oprah. Two, yeah. What's the difference? <laughs> Put them together, and you've got some real magic happening. Oprah uh, Claus? Santa Claus. We'll, we'll, <laughs> there are three different versions. <laughs> we'll workshop it, yeah. and we'll come up with that. We'll do, I know that we're going to be seeing it. He also wears red and white. It's very fitting. Anyway, he said, I know that we'll be seeing it, so we have plenty of time to come up with a Yeah, two, two pick sixes, one for Cam Brown, one for Denzel Burke, and a strip sack return for a touchdown for Haskell Garrett. Are, are, are you sad that you didn't make a Cam Brown bowl prediction last week and he got that interception? Well, I, you know, it's a little bit of that reverse psychology that Burns been trying to bring. Big fan if, of that. If you want... You know, you can't you know just dangle too many carrots out there for these guys. You want to make them earn it. Like, not that you're expecting them to do it and they want to prove you wrong. I think that's what happened last week for Cam Brown. But I did say on Buck IQ that we got to work on the return for Cam Brown. Ohio State sets it up to go to the sideline. You don't have to run all the way across the field, Cam. Let's let's get so this. He's going to learn from that. This you're going to learn for that. It. And he will understand where to go with it. Now, you know, everybody's got to learn those reps. Like he hadn't had the football in his hands. That's true. You know what I think is interesting? 
Yes, what, what's wanted... interesting, Berm? <laughs> no, hold on. Oh, I feel like a, I'm, Nebraska, I need a seat Nebraska so I can sit on the played, edge of it. Nebraska has played against two of the three best offenses in the Big Ten, mm-hmm. in Michigan State and Michigan. They have played against Oklahoma, who is second in the country in offensive efficiency. And they're giving up less than 350 yards a game, hmm. which is pretty crazy. Isn't that that crazy? That's crazy. It's, it's crazy. crazy? It's pretty crazy. Ohio State's going to get 600 it's not yards. That crazy. Ohio it's State will crazy. get 600 yards. Ohio State has the best offense in the Big Ten. Nebraska actually has the second best offense in the Big Ten. If you guys want to talk about yardage, in terms of yardage. So I mean, you can inf- not inf- in terms of uh, in, turnovers, in, not or scoring. Yeah, they're, they're like fourth in scoring, but you know, Nebraska's actually they've played some good teams uh, and they've played them well. They've lost, I think, six straight games by less than a touchdown or in a one possession game. And I, I think that this game is going to be a lot closer than people think. We'll talk about that in my bold, in the final score prediction, but. I think it's going to be a 600-yard offensive day for Ohio State. So 400 for, for Stroud through the air and 200 for the Buckeyes running game, which, again, they were challenged last week by James Franklin's defense and then by Ryan Day trying to put them on the spot and say, hey, go, go ahead and do it. And they failed. And I, I think that they're going to come out this week with uh, some, some smoke coming out of the ears. And I think you're going to see a 200-yard rushing day for the Buckeye offense uh, and a 600-yard total day. Spencer, you know these numbers much better than I do. Don't they average like 240 yards per game rushing? Like, how bold is it to say they're going to run for 200? It's the 600 total combined with I the think, Nebraska giving up less than 350 a game. That's I, why it's bold. I think when you do two bold predictions and wrap it into one, is that, you know they they kind of play hand in hand with each other. I uh-huh. think I'm going to allow it. But oh, yeah, yes. I mean overall, if you're talking about rushing well, yards, it's not now right. I am mad at Spencer. Not very bold. We just let Berm go, goes a renegade, do whatever he wants. So Larry Johnson and mm. podcast. Yeah. There's a. Uh, oh, there you bold, go. My second bold He's prediction. Oh, my second bold prediction is going to go to my favorite defensive player on this entire roster. Clay, who's that? Steel Chambers will have <laughs> ten tackles in the second half. Whoa! This is a man who should Whoa. not be sitting out in the first half. Definitely shouldn't be. Should not. Uh, be a backup linebacker on this roster. Definitely shouldn't be also right. And should fly to the football the way he always does with a, you know, a a chip on his shoulder that is rather large considering he doesn't get to play in that first half. He's going to have a lot of making up to do in the second half, and I think he's going to be able to do that. This is a guy who I can't admit when I'm wrong. I was completely wrong about the way he's transitioned to linebacker, the way he's made the switch. He looks like the best linebacker on this team. And for him to... I don't remember you saying that he couldn't play linebacker. I did not think that move was going to work. Okay. I'm just and proud of you that you're able to admit when I mean, you, you make him sick. That's thought. a big step. You didn't step. even have to publicize that. <laughs> yeah. And nice so, it's transparency yeah. and, so, and accountability. Yeah. Ten second-half tackles because this is a guy who's going to play with his hair on fire because of the way he can't play in the first half. And Nebraska is going to run the ball a lot with quarterbacks. Scott Frost's offense always do. Adrian Martinez is their leading rusher. A lot of hits in the backfield at the line of scrimmage. And if there's one guy. I'm with you. I'm with you. If there's one guy who should be like a spy. Two are forming a weird alliance. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. The alliance. If there's one guy who should be a spy as a linebacker on this team for for running quarterbacks, it's probably Steel Chambers. He can run sideline to sideline. So, yeah, ten second-half tackles. That's a great point. Well, this kind of sucks because mine was going to be a Steel Chambers one. But I don't care. I'm going to do it anyway. There's no rule. He is going to return interception for a touchdown in the second Mm -hmm. half. Mm -hmm. I mean, what they've – what would you say, six? Six defensive touchdowns, right, for that – you said that's most in Ohio State history. Well, they're going to tack on to that. It's tied, right? Well, I mean, that was still making the most. Yeah, gotcha. All right, we'll, we'll get IT on it. I'm just we'll checking. figure it out. Yeah. So, Steel Chambers, you he's going to make up for guys. lost time. What Was it the Maryland game? The Maryland game and the uh, the uh, Tulsa game where they returned an interception for a touchdown and gar- well, basically garbage time. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to happen again this week. I mean, 
Steel Chambers, like like Spencer said, for all the points he hit on, he's gonna come out, uh, gonna come out pretty aggressive and a little fast, a little furious. So he's gonna he's gonna take one of the house. Fast and furious, I love it. I think you're starting to see Cade Stover turn the corner a little bit, and Ohio State want to use him a little bit more. Um, I don't know if part of it is because Jeremy Ruckert has been inconsistent by his own standards, and he's had a few drops we've talked about on this show and others, and you know, a uh, little bit of ball security issue last week. Um, I'm not saying it's directly a cause of Jeremy Ruckert's fault, but also that Ohio State does deep down like to use two tight ends. The success of those three wide receivers has maybe made that a little bit less of the package than you would have normally seen in, in standard circumstances. But Kate Stover, when he gets an opportunity, he's been making the most of it. We know that he's athletic when the football is in his hands, seems to be getting more comfortable with the responsibilities at tight end. Uh, I think that he's going to score a touchdown on his Saturday. First career touchdown. first career touchdown is going to be coming in this game. You know, maybe you'll see down in that red zone as they address that. Well, uh, put those extra tight ends in there. Let Mitch Rossi and Cade Stover cook a little bit. Go with the jumbo set with three of them uh, and create some problems there in, in tight spaces. Because this team, that's what makes the one for six uh, failing to score touchdowns last week so puzzling. Uh, Penn State is a good team. I get that. But, you know, if they just want to line up and maul somebody, they've got the dudes to do that. Uh, Illinois did that to Penn State with nine offensive linemen on the field, and not, not a single one of those guys would play for Ohio State. So that part was a little weird, but maybe that just means that they figured out, hey, going to have to do some things a little bit different or uncharacteristic or unnatural for Ryan Day, who loves to throw the ball and wants the quarterbacks to throw it all the time. But you do a little play action and flip it out to Kate Stover and get a score. Do you know what the high temperature is supposed to be Saturday in Lincoln, 63. Nebraska? 77. 70 degrees is what I heard today as I departed, as Should I was I look beginning, this up right now? As I was no, beginning packing. He uh, doesn't know what's going on with the weather. 70 degrees. He's been wrong the last two weeks. I'm definitely going to pour down rain 70 down degrees is the expected high. So Lincoln's bringing the heat, and so are the Buckeyes defensive linemen. <laughs> That's how you do a segue, Spencer. Is it? <laughs> Here you go. Uh, so Ohio State leads the Big Wait, Ten hold on, hold on, in, in sacks. Can I, can I just say something? Yes. So you're saying Lincoln's bring the heat as is Ohio State's defense yeah, so there's gonna be against an offense led by Frost. Yes. Okay. Wow, we've lost this one, folks. <laughs> sucks. Um, here's the deal. Uh, Ohio State leads the Big Ten in sacks. Nebraska has given up the third most sacks in the conference. That's going to lead to a, a real hectic day for Adrian Martinez because he likes to throw the ball away and, and turn it over. Ohio State knows that. They're going to apply the pressure. They're going to apply the pressure early and often drill down seven Ohio State sacks. <laughs> I wasn't even listening to half of what he seven, said because I was still thinking about seven that. Seven Ohio State sacks, <laughs> including not one, not two, not three. No, just kidding. Three by Tyreek Smith. <laughs> you, almost went, you almost yeah. went there. Seven sacks, three by Tyreek Smith. We're doing well. This show is getting weirder every week. Sure is. So this is a... <laughs> This is a big week for the Ohio State linebackers. When you talk about a, a quarterback who's, while he is prone to turn the ball over, he's he's pretty good at creating plays for himself. He nearly beat Ohio State in that building across the street three years ago. And when when you have a quarterback who's willing to make plays, you know, against the defensive line that that is going to pressure him, he's going to be able to get out of the pocket every now and again, and and that's just going to happen. Ohio State's going to have to live with that from time to time, and I think that makes. That puts a lot of pressure on what these linebackers are going to do. There's a second speedy linebacker on this roster that, that I'm thinking is going to play a pretty big role in the next four weeks of the season. And, and it's a guy who maybe not hasn't had as big of an impact as people would have thought when he was cleared. Uh, Paulie Neoteote 
is going to have to play in the first half because of the absence of Steel Chambers. Right. And when he's in the open field, he's he's pretty good at, with his closing speed. And I think he's a guy that, that can make an impact the next few weeks. I'm going to say a sack and a half for him. I don't think it's like, you know, Adrian Martinez standing in the pocket, but I think you'll see him be credited with a sack and a half because when he gets out of that pocket behind the line of scrimmage, it'll still be considered a sack. So a sack and a half for Pauline Neoteote on the scrambles because I think that's going to be crucial to slow down this offense. Yeah, no one said, no one's had our our annual Travion Henderson bowl prediction, our weekly, our weekly. (laughs) Well, it could be annual next year and the next year. We haven't weekly. had our I've weekly Travion so Henderson we bowl it, prediction. You. Yeah, you guys are good teammates. Yeah. <laughs> this brotherhood we have here. Remember how many carries uh, Evan, Evan Pryor last week was so close to 100 yards. <laughs> he almost killed it. I mean, he, he, I crushed he that one. Had zero carries. So to be fair, good. all of my bowl predictions be were fair. based on uh, absolute <laughs> I blowout. I figured we'd leave this one for you. Go ahead, Zach. Come on. We got I love layups. I love wide open layups. All right. I'll take 300 plus scrimmage yards for Travion Henderson. Oh, buddy! As a layup? Okay, that's not a layup. Big. <laughs> Bam. Bam. Let's go. They're Ohio State uh, offensive line. They weren't, uh, they weren't terrible. Uh, they were terrible against Travion. <laughs> Love it. That, this Down is the what field. you feel like every week. Zach, that is bold. 300 scrimmage yards for Travion Henderson. That's yes. Awesome. Three touchdowns. And three touchdowns. Right. The Ohio State offensive line, like I was saying before you guys really interrupted me, was they didn't play terrible last week, but they were just fine. They're fine. I think they're going to come out with a little bit of a mission, a little statement what do you to think make. What's worse, us like interrupting you, or me giving a very deep drill down on the defensive line against Nebraska's offensive line, and none of you even listening? I, listened. Well, I was not listening. I listened. I, I, I tend to think that that's worse. I, I had know. a good breakdown of what's going to happen with the weather in Lincoln, if and then you ignore me. I'm going to break down. <laughs> Austin, what's your final prediction? I think we all know what this is. <laughs> I didn't do as much research on Nebraska special teams as I did last week for Penn State, which really fueled me to greatness with that pick. Uh, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, it's been seven years since Ohio State returned a punt it's for attention. Seven long years. <laughs> and that streak is going to continue on Saturday against Nebraska, but Emeka and Buka kickoff return. It'll be the third kickoff of the game. Okay. Nebraska's going to have specific. three kickoffs. Wait. Second. Yeah, second. second. Yeah, I'm just going to do the math. Yeah, that's right. It's going to come on the second kickoff of the game. Emeka Ebuka to the house. Uh, and that drought, which goes back even further to 2010, will end with a special teams touchdown for the Buckeyes. He's been so close. He so sure has. So close. Do you guys have score predictions? Or? I have score predictions. Okay, cool. Uh, Ohio State's going to win. Uh-huh. Uh, the final score is going to be 45 to 31. Oh, dear. Oh, a repeat He's, of the Minnesota score. Okay. 45-31 Buckeyes. Again, Nebraska averages 30 points a game. They're the second highest yardage offense in, in the conference. Mm-hmm. They're middle of the road defensively. Ohio State is, is getting better defensively, but they still struggle against the pass, just giving up yards. Adrian Martinez is thrown for 265 yards a game. There's an opportunity. They've got a really good receiver, the transfer from Montana, whose name is escaping me, some sort of French name. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but he's really good, 6'3". That's the type of guy that, that we really haven't seen Denzel Burke have to play against, that bigger body type. So I think that you're going to see Nebraska score some points, uh, but I do think the Buckeyes are going to win. I don't think it's going to be like the Minnesota game where you need the late score to stretch it. I think you'll see the Buckeyes up 45-17 at some point and maybe just kind of 
pedal off a little bit. Yeah, I like Omar Manning too. He's a pretty good receiver for Nebraska as yeah. well. And one other quick thing: just knock if, it off. If there is a week Ohio State's going to get a special teams touchdown, it is against this absolutely putrid, oh, disgusting no. excuse for a special team. Oh no! Nebraska I should have done more research. Nebraska <laughs> wow. special teams he is came one with of the heat. Is one of the Woof. worst things in the world. They should have beat Michigan in State. In the world, <laughs> they should have beat Michigan State and gave up a terrible punt return for a touchdown. They Aubrey, had the awful starvation Nebraska special teams. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, that's a nickelback, nickelback number four. And they should have beat Illinois, but they had the crazy safety thing because they couldn't field a punt. The special teams is horrible. Wow. He won't say nickelback because Chad Kroger murdered April Levine. That's right. And he thinks that she stole. Him. I know. I know. Chad Did Kroger, you if April? you're listening to this, Levine. April. He said, April. Oh, I thought you said April. Most people call her Avril. Okay, I got a score prediction. Okay, well, if Chad Kroger's listening to this, it was a joke. Please do not sue me for libel. 52-31. 52-31. I like the 31, Berm. Okay. But I think huh. that's a late 31, too. I don't. But I have a, a bonus bowl prediction real quick. Ohio State's going to win the coin toss. Oh, wow. Mm. Ohio State's 1-7 and seven one this year on coin tosses. Sets. Ohio State's going to win the coin oh, toss. That's Super Bowl. Do they lose it on purpose? He, he tweets it out at, before every game. This is the show we do numbers. Zach, what's your final score prediction? I, I agree with you guys. I think I have 63-21, going to be a late 21. I mean, I don't think it's going to be anywhere close for pretty much after the first quarter. Hmm. All right. Ohio State will win. The spread's what, 18, 16? I think Spencer said it dropped down. Or was it 15? 15 and a half. I think that 11 a.m. start has got people worried. And in yeah. Nebraska, again, they've played Oklahoma. They've played Michigan. They've played Michigan State. They've played uh, Iowa. They've played some good teams and played them Purdue? tight. Purdue. I mean, they've played good teams and played them tight. Yeah, I think that's why they're they're tapped out on this because they also haven't seen a team as good as Ohio State, which will beat Nebraska on Saturday at 11 a.m., 63 to 17. Looking forward to being out there again. Uh, it's as Zach would say, an annual occurrence for these teams to match up. DTO. Yeah. Going to be out there. We're going to have full coverage of this game, as always, at LettermanRow.com. Uh, hang with us. Thanks for watching this and bearing with us as we, as we get through our weirdest show, which is Bold Predictions. That's Spencer Holbrook, Zach Carpenter, Jeremy Birmingham. I am Austin Ward. We will see you in Nebraska. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.